0: I'm Jeff Cook and I'm TJ Wilson, and this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly, I'm taking my time. All I like is starting to
1: run. I'm letting go, of lonely, letting go
0: of strife. I just can't get enough of this beautiful life. The Enneagram. It's a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us. The Enneagram helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I am a philosopher, pastor, writer, and unapologetic Star Wars fanatic who lives in Greeley, Colorado. And with me is TJ Wilson. Hello. Businessman, lover of theology. Where do you where do you rank on the zero to ten on your fanaticism of the Star Wars? Uh,
2: I I got I can't I gotta be honest. I'm probably like a six.
0: It's it's because I show up with all the toys surrounding us as we record, right? And I'm I'm setting the bar, right? Yeah, in a crazy ass. <laughs> it's true, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I,
2: I love Star Wars. I am not a fanatic.
0: The Star Wars ends up being a defining set of movies for our culture and for specifically our generation. This is, it's not just that these are heroic action films. It's that these are morality plays that are teaching you what it looks like to be a good person. Right, and we are growing up watching these, going, "Oh, this is what it's about." Right. So we are on episode two of our deep dive into the Star Wars characters. Now, you and I, before we started this, we said we said to each other, "Hey, we're not going to get negative on these characters. We're gonna we're gonna try and keep it up because there's lots to critique here."
2: Right. Right. Want to keep it positive. Right.
0: But occasionally you need to vent.
2: Right. It's you true. You just
0: need to say some stuff. Yeah. So I got some negative questions for you to okay. start our episode two Hit because me. you know what. The best parts of Star Wars is when that second episode goes real dark, and you can and you feel the tension. That's true. I and you're that. like, can you elevate out right. of this space? So, right. <laughs> um, I got a, a list. What is worse? Okay. So T.J. Wilson, what is worse?
2: I feel like we're on a
0: game show. <laughs> <laughs> Canto Bike Casino or Jar Jar Binks?
2: Oh man, that's that's super tricky. I'm gonna go with Canto by Casino. And here's Tell my reason. Because Jar Jar is a blemish on something that's already kind of ugly.
0: <laughs> Last Jedi was so was great up until
2: I think the, the canto the, the casino thing is one of the reasons that Last Jedi is arguable about whether it's good.
0: And actually I agree you yeah. uh, this may not this may surprise some but uh I think the canto buy is worse uh yeah. I, I I think jar jar is redeemable only for all the youtube funness that <laughs> came right afterwards. right well there was potential with jar jar
2: where it could
0: have gone yeah
2: but overall phantom Menace is a is is rough yeah in total
0: that's a good that's a good point yeah that's a real good point.
2: And Jar Jar is is one of the worst parts of Phantom Menace, but the whole thing has problems.
0: I like that. I'm going to use that.
2: Last Jedi, there are two or three things that are a little rough. Yeah. The casino scene is the worst part of Last Jedi, by far.
0: TJ, what's worse? Tashi Station or lightsaber throw over the shoulder? Lightsaber throw. That was probably number two on your list of yeah. of things yep. in Last Jedi yep. that really should yep. have been that moment is corrected. just it's it's a terrible beat. Uh that was I, when that happened, all my hope like just just got up and left. Right. And I was right. like, oh man, yep. we're, we're gonna do this. Okay. Yep. But I've come around to, to a lot of parts of Last Jedi. I'm Same. a defender now. Yeah. Uh biggest lost opportunity. A great Anakin prequel character or a great Padme prequel character. Padme. I agree. Yeah. I think if she was a had better dialogue, mm-hmm. had a lot more depth, that would have actually created a better backbone for a lot of the stuff going on.
2: Right. And and looking at the prequels as a whole, the character of Anakin is not the worst part. Yeah, like I, I, think that that f- that fleshing out his his character and his growth towards where he ends is reasonably well represented. Yep, the movies are a struggle. Anakin is not the the reason.
0: I actually on the rewatch this my most recent rewatch really actually enjoyed his acting. Was it uh, I've already forgotten the Hayden name Hayden Christensen? Yeah, thank you. There, <sighs> I know what he's being told to do. Right. That's the thing. If right. you if you say the director is telling you to do this, I think he's executing at a real high level sure. for for what <laughs> for for the awkward direction. Right. It's been right. going on. Right. Uh,
2: if we put all of his scenes in physical buildings, yeah. We, I might have a completely different opinion about what he's doing. What do you mean by that? Almost just, one of the things that stands out to me most during the rewatches is how bad the CGI is.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you just, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
2: And it, it's hard to, to give any real credence to the seriousness of what they're doing yeah. when it looks like they're in a cartoon.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. It. that's it. It's, it. There's something that's, uh, what is that called when you watch, it's the Uncanny Valley yep. problem. Yeah. And they don't know that there's an uncanny valley because right. this is the first set of movies that's trying to create re- realistic things in that way. Well, I suppose, I mean, there's something like Jurassic Park and the Abyss and stuff, but right. I mean, but they're doing really- but,
2: but, but But like even Jurassic Park and stuff, like it's it's characters and, and a lot of the really close-up stuff, they use puppets. Yeah. All of the big scenes in the prequels are all CGI. True. And it's just very difficult to watch. Did you
0: see uh, Ian McKellen when doing The Hobbit said that he was gonna quit? Yeah. Cause he was having such a hard time being in a just this huge green room. Right. With uh with you know essentially like with like tennis sticks. balls on it. Yeah. <laughs> like are. not
2: actually acting. Yes.
0: Yeah. So if it Or
2: sort not interacting with anything real.
0: If a master actor has problems. With it, imagine you're you're a new kid on the block and right. you're handed Star Wars. Now right. make this real, kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Clint Eastwood can do just fine doing a western in Italy, right? Given the scenery, right? And can act against that. You're young and you come across as a, the character you're supposed to, right? You're setting people up for failure. Yeah. With, with yep. big green walls, I bet. So, we're going to continue on. We're jumping into the sevens uh, after our deep dive into Vader. Yep. So here we go. Let's do it. Sevens. We are defining the sevens as the entertaining optimists. Uh, This is a new type, sevens. Uh, Quick word on the sevens.
2: So sevens, uh, also sometimes called the enthusiast. Um, These are uh, still in the head triad. They are uh, fear is is part of their world and safety and security is what they're looking for but the way that they try to get it is by avoiding pain and negative experiences so they want to have more and more and more fun and enjoyable things Uh, and if they fill their life with good things then they don't have to struggle through the bad things
0: would enjoyable things be like going to the Tashi station to pick you, up power converters? You might say that. I find that quite enjoyable.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I assume most sevens would.
0: Is it worth starting with? We're just going to come out of the gates here with yeah, the two characters. True. The isn't two it?
2: main characters that we need to look at <laughs> Anakin is a six, and all of you who think he's an eight is wrong. And Luke Skywalker is a
0: seven. I just there is seven all over this character, yep. not just with what he says, but especially with what the screenwriters are telling you mm-hmm. about his motivations. Because right. there's a handful of times where there are other people who say, "Let me tell you who you are," and yep. Luke is like, "Yep, that's entirely who I am." Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so uh, basics, like what's uh, what I, I uh, starting with the intelligence here. Why well, think that? he's in the head triad.
2: Well, I I think it's easy to see that, that fear is something that he struggles with. Um, just, just the experiences that he has, the way he expresses himself and the things that he has to go through in order to come out the other side. So I'm particularly thinking of the cave on Dagobah, Mm -hmm. um, where he, he has to go into this space and face his fear. Mm -hmm. Like fear is the biggest deal there. And, and that's the one thing that he has to overcome so so fear obviously being a ruling force here
0: there is so much on Dagobah that is about his sevenness yep he is stuck yep his ship has mm-hmm. crashed and he can't leave right. um there's the there is going into the cave mm-hmm. and then there's he begins to get in touch with the force and start seeing the future because yep. he's a seven A's future focused. Right. and what he sees in the future, Consumes his mind right. And he says to Yoda I can't get the visions out of my head Because that's his intelligence center right. And that's where he's experiencing the world Right um, The other line I thought was really fun Was that Han uh, yells at uh, Leia yeah. After they've rescued Leia He says He's the brains, sweetheart <laughs> And I just thought that was a fun yeah. Head try Overlap yeah. So yeah. I don't think that proves anything But <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh looking at that yeah. Um, is he an aggressive type? Oh, yeah. He's, he's always
2: moving. Like, he's always doing something. Yeah. He'll be the first one to run into, like, he he's always active in that way. Even when people are saying, don't, stop, hold on a second. Yes. No, don't, don't go find your family. We need to come up with a new plan and...
0: Like he just runs. I'm going to do the thing. Yep. I'm going to do the thing. This becomes, and I mentioned it earlier, but the idea that people are trying to lock him down and control him and say, this is your destiny. Mm-hmm. He's not running away because he wants control. Right. He's running away because he doesn't want to be stuck right. in your vision for my life. Yep. And that aggressive, that's what he's moving against. Yeah. Pitches himself off, you know, of a tower. As it were, an Empire Strikes Back right. because he does not want to be stuck in that other guy's vision of his his life. Right. You know, this is your destiny. Right. To hell with you it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jump off a the building.
2: Yeah. And and he wants to get off Tatooine because Tatooine is a prison for him. Like it's it's he's stuck as a he, it's a he's a moisture farmer, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. In the middle of the desert. Yeah, <laughs> you're a seven in a desert. He's on the he's at in the outer rim. Yeah, he, he says to C three PO. Well, if there's a bright center of the universe, you're on the planet that is farthest from. Right. <laughs> he thinks that he's stuck out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and he just
2: he just wants to go. Like his friends have all left to go join. Yeah. The rebellion. Yep. And he, he just wants to go on this adventure. Yeah.
0: What's real interesting there, there's a bunch of uh, deleted scenes you can see online, and all of them are about that. Mm-hmm. It's him talking to people on Tatooine who are all leaving, and he's like, well, I wish I could go. Right. <laughs> you know, kind right. of stuff.
2: And it's, it's not about doing some kind of duty. It's not about doing the right thing. It's not about fighting the Empire. It's about getting off the rock.
0: Yep. Yeah. He actually, uh, there is a line, actually, in the real, in New Hope, where he, he's yelling at C-3PO. He says, oh, Biggs is right. I'm never going to get out of here. And that's, and because that, that's, a, you know, if if you're a, oh, shoot, if you're a six, if you're a one, if you're a, if you're a, if you're a two. Mm-hmm. What you you're helping Uncle Owen, you're doing the moisture farm thing.
2: Right. What's wrong right. with that? Or even going to fight the war because the war needs to be fought.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a duty thing. It's a adventure thing. Right. We'll talk quite a bit about adventure, I imagine, with yeah. what Yoda says. Uh there is um one of the things that hits me in terms of stance is that the future orientedness of Luke is kind of all over his experience mm-hmm. of the force. The some of the best world building. Is where Vader is torturing Han and Chewie. I didn't get this forever, mm-hmm. and it clicked for me one time. There's the the loud sound in Empire where Chewie is yelling. Yeah, and it's like, and you're like, what is yeah. this scene? They are torturing Chewie with loud sounds right. for no reason. Right, and then uh, Han gets put in in front of that electric zapia thing, and he mm-hmm. starts yelling. And then he says to Leia, "They didn't even ask me any questions." It's because Vader knows how the force works. Right. And he's he's torturing them because their pain will resonate through the universe. Mm -hmm. It's such great world building, which I didn't, I I don't remember when I had that epiphany. I'm sure other people have that way earlier, but I was just like, that's so good. Anyway, um, feeling repression. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's also his stance.
2: Yeah. Do you see that in this character? I think it's it's all over who he is. He he is unaware of how he actually feels about things mm. and he's not that engaged with how other people feel. Like so so like there is there are those scenes where uh, his friends are being tortured and he wants to go save them, but he's it's not about their it it's because they're in danger, and because there's an adventure, an adventure to be
0: had here. Yeah, he's gonna go. Yeah, he's gonna go save them. Yeah, there's a line from Yoda. It's one of the big ones where he is like crying out to Luke's heart. You must feel the Force around you, mm-hmm. everywhere here between you and me, and the tree and the rock, everywhere. Yes, even between the land and the ship. Mm-hmm. That that strikes me as a great uh, image of stance.
2: And and he he's only processing the the power of the force through his intellectual center. Yes, like this is the oh. whole thing with him not being able to raise the ship. It's like this is impossible. This is yes. ridiculous. He's, he he's already seen so many displays of what the force can do. And yet, he sees this thing. It's like he yeah. can't process that this is even possible. And Yoda is like, that's because you're using the wrong center.
0: That's <sighs> so good. That's exactly right. You got to yeah. shore up that repressed center. Yeah. I wonder if that ends up the feeling belief side. There's believing cognitively, but there's mm-hmm. believing with your heart. Yep. And those are two different things. Yeah. He believes his father can turn. Right. That's not with his head. He believes that with his heart. Right. And that's that's engaging his his feeling repressed side, right? Boom. Um, coping style seems to me likewise as with a seven, sevens, Sevens, uh, when there's a problem, spin things positive. Mm-hmm. You see this with his. There's a problem. How do I get my? How do I how do I relate to my father? Right. And notice the positive spin. Mm-hmm. There's still good in him. Right. Nobody else sees it. Obi Wan's right. like, dude, that dude's gone. Right. Yoda is that dude's gone. No, no, they're still good. It's in gonna it. be all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna
2: be all right. And and a, a lot of his his sort of adventures and like the the way that he pushes into these dangerous situations mm-hmm. is is a lot in that same line. It's is the like like we're gonna do go do this amazing thing. It's like if if you were a little more aware of how the world works, you would understand how dangerous and how badly this is going to go. Yeah. But he's on board like a seven.
0: Okay, so let me tell you why I like The Last Jedi. Okay.
2: I like The Last Jedi, too. Oh, okay. So we're good. Yeah. And except for the
0: casino scene. It's the, <laughs> it's the seven who has suffered. It's the seven who has failed in the adventure. I see Luke as a drunk priest. Mm-hmm. He 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 put all his chips in and it didn't work, and he and he totally took off. And he yeah. just said, "This isn't for me." Yeah, and he's just going to drink himself to death mm-hmm. out in the middle of nowhere. And he's a seven. And his seven soul is on that island. He he trashes his X wing in the in the sea. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's just going to die there. Yeah, he's embrace that. And then he gets called back into an adventure, and he doesn't want to go on it. Now I hate the throw the lightsaber on, over the shoulder the, scene.
2: The tone of that is real weird.
0: But the the image, what's being what's what's seeking to be stated there, <laughs> of him not wanting to go on the adventure, mm-hmm. and then having a new character development that he's actually being called into. It's not just destiny or calling. It's well, maybe we should. Uh, why? Why is Why is Luke come back into the fight at the end of Last Jedi?
2: See, I, I with with Last Jedi, I actually think there's there's a, a fair representation of a very unhealthy move towards the stress of one.
0: Okay, yeah, sure. So, it gets so very seven. perfectionistic in terms of how his students should behave, for example.
2: Well, and and he has. He is, like you said, chips all in, and it failed. Mm-hmm. And so, in his sevenness, he retreats to like he he detaches his himself entirely from his feeling center, and then goes to duty. Oh, sure, and oneness. So he goes back to the the seat of the Jedi, and does the thing that he thinks. Absolutely must be done, which is ensure that the Jedi Order dies.
0: Yeah, and that's where like R two is the one that pushes that button because he shows the it's such a great callback. Mm-hmm. He he shows the Leia um, video hologram. Yeah. that says, "Help us, Obi Wan, can be your only hope." Yeah, and that's who he's become. Yeah. Remember your feelings. Yeah. yeah, it's even. I I was I was curious what your thoughts are on this. Like not. There is something about finding his best self mm-hmm. that he knows his best self and he's being called into that. Yeah. Um, talk about that verse 7 because its I feel like that's the fear side of things for mm-hmm. him. He doesn't want to jump back in and be hurt again. Um, or it's not a failure thing, I don't think, for Luke. I don't think it's failure.
2: I think it's it's um, from that place where he has been for so long and, like, this is the duty that I am supposed to be performed. He's now being called into the one thing that he has to offer. Uh,
0: I wonder if, to, to throw back to the last conversation about Vader, but I wonder if his love for, for Leia and the Rebellion ends up being a motivator here. Yeah. Um. As
2: showcased by, like, he intentionally stops and says what is essentially a goodbye to Leia.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting there, just to wrap up coping style, is Leia's talking about her son. I held out hope for so long, but I know my son's gone. And here's the positive spin. No one's ever really gone. And then he goes out to talk to him. Right. Ah! Yeah. He's an idealist. Affect mm-hmm. is all over this character. Yep. They sh- they want to show you that over and over. Obviously, one of the great scenes in cinematic history is him standing on that little hill looking at the binary sunset. Right. Having the majestic, epic, um, you are called into greatness music playing mm-hmm. over him as he looks at the sunset and says to himself, I'm made for something amazing. Right. Um, The uh, Riso and Hudson say sevens are frustrated when opportunities do not present themselves. Mm -hmm. That's how their idealism comes forth. That seems to me to be all over the new hope. Yeah. I'm not sure, I don't know if that plays out in some of the other films in terms of his frustration. Um, Does he strike you as a frustrated character? Well,
2: we mentioned we see that on on Dagobah. Um, I, I think we see that in many different ways through his character, but it's a lot of them are a lot more subtle than it is on, uh, in new hope. Um, just because it's, it's little things like he's, he's still always trying to find the next adventure. Like Mm -hmm. he's, he's always volunteering for the mission. He's always looking for something new. And, and when he can't do that, that's, that's the point where he exhibits the most sort of unhealth or like negative yeah. response. Yeah, is
0: yeah. the on the positive side. I think that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. On the positive side, his idealism comes out in lines like "I'm a Jedi, like my father was before me." Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose to see the best here. Mm-hmm. If it's the case that affect and idealism. First sevens go together and it just colors kind of a lot of the ways that you end up trying to get the things you want. Pushing towards here's the positive, here's the positive, here's the positive with my dad. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna, gonna choose to see my alcoholic father as re- redeemable is something I could totally see a seven sure. going towards. Yeah.
2: And and um, I am a Jedi like my father before me. Like there, there is a sort of embracing the destiny aspect of that so much of this story is Luke being told who he is and who he's supposed to be and him rejecting that narrative because he doesn't want to be pinned down and then here he is embracing I am this thing and just like my father before me I have a path that I have to walk
0: yeah so yeah yeah. the the adventurousness ends up being the thing that Yoda and Obi-Wan routinely either... Well, Obi-Wan feeds it at some points.
1: You must learn the ways of the Force if you're to come with me to Alderaan.
0: What? Yeah. There's a door open? Yeah. But on the flip side, Yoda says something at the end of Empire, or the middle of Empire, if you choose the quick and easy path, you'll become an agent of evil. Mm Mm-hmm. That is entirely about his sevenness. Yeah. You got to calm down, brother.
2: You have to stay here and finish your training.
0: And Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan's Obi character routinely gets worse and worse and worse in my mind. Uh, the more that you kind of look at his Enneagram stuff. <laughs> he, <laughs> Vader went way up in value in my mind. And Obi-Wan has diminished significantly. And this is one of those spots where Obi-Wan is on one side saying, you need to come with me, Alderaan. On another side, he's saying, Patience you know you need to do the stoic thing that we teach in the jedi tradition mm. and luke rightly says and sacrifice han and leia i have real people in my life versus your ideals mm-hmm. i know what i'm going to choose yeah of course he's going to choose his friends right but that that's one of those it's you are putting forth two options neither one of them is bad mm-hmm. both of them are actually highly valuable not only are they both valuable, they both have massive existential worth. You get to be a Jedi. You have friends who are the only ones who have cared for you at the level that you've actually ever wanted, and you've gone on adventures of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, quick, choose.
2: Yeah, he wants the adventure.
0: Is it the adventure, or is it? I want to I circle back to he actually loves those people.
2: I think that's, that, that is absolutely there. Um, I think the um, the immediate response is about the adventure. The only reason that he cares about those people is because he loves them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Boom. Um,
2: and the reason that Vader torturing them is is able to cause him to go over there is because
0: he loves them. That adventurousness and not wanting to be stuck. That's the seven in in a lot of in a lot of ways at the beginning of empire they want to double they want to you know reassert this and you know uh, what luke is flying one of those fighters against the adats and the his co-pilot says i feel like i could take on the whole empire myself mm-hmm. and luke has this meditative moment and he says i know what you mean yep it's, that's where it is yeah and then there is the i'm not going to be stuck I would love to push into this for a moment. Like cause we've talked about this quite a bit already, but I think that's where the seven really comes forth in in Luke's character. Yeah. And you can see the type. Um everyone is telling him what his destiny is. Mm-hmm. He is stuck on Dagobah. Um, the Emperor's temptations towards a seven, I think, are real interesting here. So here's one of the dialogues. Emperor says about the lightsaber. Yeah.
1: Is swelling in you now. Take your Jedi weapon. Use it. I am unarmed. Strike me down with it. Give in to your anger. With each passing moment, you make yourself more my servant.
0: This is one of the places Palpatine doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. That's not what you say to a seven. Right. Like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in a box. I'm mm-hmm. gonna put you in a cage. Yeah. This is you're coming down. This it's like
2: and of course well, and and the thing that 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 as it builds does actually offer some kind of value in the Emperor's favor. There is that everything is is going wrong and Luke is losing. That is the place where he's stuck. He's watching the attack on the Death Star completely Ooh, fail. Come on, he's standing <laughs> next to his father, who is still serving.
0: Yeah, and like,
2: like the only thing he has, nothing left. He's got one play. That's the thing that
0: eventually works. That's good. Yeah, that's a, that's a exactly right. Um, there's it's worth obviously this character is worth talking about. So I do want to talk about sevens and running from pain, mm-hmm. uh, sevens and scheming. Is all over Luke's character. It yeah. seems to me, and and we could circle back to love, but the there is at the end of Empire, Luke has been told that Darth Vader is his father. Mm-hmm. He, we all know this. Yeah, his response is really interesting. He jumps off the building. Right. You know,
2: he says, "No, that can't be true."
0: Yeah. At the end of Return of the Jedi, he burns his father's body. Mm-hmm. It is a. I'm going to move on at the end of force awakens it's clear he has he he tried to do what yoda said pass on what you've learned mm-hmm. didn't work he runs away yeah and then of course you know his words to to ray um i'm never going to train another je- uh, generation of jedi i came to this island to die um why do you think i chose the hardest location in the entire galaxy yeah That that strikes me as a great image of the seven is routinely fleeing from pain.
2: Yeah, yeah. Anything else
0: on him in terms of fleeing from pain?
2: The way that he pushes against emotional negativity just all over the place, like his 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 reactions to uh, Han, his um, like his whole relationship with his uncle. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Like he's just constantly (laughs) pushing away from emotional negativity.
0: That's so good. Yeah. That I, I had not put my finger on it. That's what I needed. Yeah. Because he does he has an arc. And I know that Mark Hamill didn't really like how they did Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. The arc, however, I think is is spot on in terms of Enneagram type. Because mm-hmm. it culminates with um with Yoda force ghosting into the situation. And he's running from pain. He's gonna burn down all the Jedi stuff. Right. Like I'm not gonna be trapped by this tradition anymore. I'm gonna set it on fire. Right. This is where love again unveils itself mm-hmm. in a profound way. Yoda's dead now. Mm-hmm. So Yoda may know some new stuff. Yoda is loving Luke by setting that temple on fire. Right. I, I when that when that happened, my heart broke yeah. watching that. I was like well, and it, he's caring for him now.
2: It's a move towards freedom. It's yes. like, like that in that He's unhealthy releasing him. seven place, like he went to the seat of the Jedi wisdom to say the thing that I have to do is is protect this until it dies yes. with me. And And Yoda says, be free, man. You do not have to do that anymore. This
0: gets set up with a throwaway line that that you're focused on Ray earlier and how Ray's interpreting the Force and Luke. I think Luke is entirely the focus of Last Jedi and this is why people don't like it. They don't understand this is actually a, a really worthwhile end for this character. I mean, it's movie. called the Last Jedi. <laughs> I the guess movie that's right. is about Luke, but he says to her, "You went." She has an experience, and he says, "You went straight to the door."
1: Get off something you needed.
0: And you didn't even try to stop yourself. That's what we hear. Mm-hmm. Ray says something to him that is the thing you have to hear about this character. She says,
1: But I didn't see you. Nothing from you. You've closed yourself off from the Force. Of course
2: you have. Because he's shut himself yeah. off to emotions entirely because of the dark side. That's...
0: It well it and it's to to the force itself. Yeah. It seems to me. Yep. It's again. He, he strikes me as that priest who's walked away from the faith. Mm-hmm. He ends up being like he's he's out there drunk. He's drinking blue milk from from. Uh, they obviously are trying to make that as disgusting as possible, showing right. those cows or whatever they are.
2: An, an interesting note about the whole montage, though. Yeah, is that he looks like he's having a blast.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's he's gonna pole vault across it.
2: Yeah. And like, like these, like sort of smarmy looks that he's given her while she's spying on him. Like, like he is having a blast
0: doing this. Why don't you train me? I've stuff. seen your schedule. Yeah. you're not busy. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. He is having a blast. That's uh, that's good. Well, that ends up. I think that that's that's the setup for the payoff with Yoda. So the mm-hmm. the dialogue with Yoda. Master Yoda.
1: Young Skywalker.
0: I'm ending all of this. The tree, the text, the Jedi. I'm gonna burn it down. And that's when Yoda summons lightning and starts laughing. I don't see this as a seven, but Luke says,
1: the sacred Jedi texts. Oh, them have you? Age-turners, they were not. Skywalker, still looking to the horizon. Here, here, Hmm? The need in front of your nose.
0: There's your seven. Mm -hmm. I can't be what she needs me to be. Because he knows what he is supposed to do.
1: He did my words not, did you? Pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery, hmm. but weakness... Folly, failure, also, yes, failure, most of all. The greatest teacher, failure is. We are what they grow beyond. That is the
0: true burden of all masters. Failure in sevens. Mm-hmm. Failure in threes goes together. Yeah. Failure in sevens is not something that I would pair naturally. You got thoughts on that?
2: There is a, a, a fair three-ishness to the idea of failure, um, but I, I don't think that, that Luke's quote-unquote failure here is about his appearance. I, th- I think his, the reason that he feels like he's failed is because of his attachment to the thing that was giving him security, and and in his sevenness and pushing away from all negativity like he almost kills his nephew yeah. because of the bad thing that he sees there and yeah. the failure is more about his inability to reconcile the dark side that he sees there
0: to, to rebring it in, they never talk about love, but the fi- a failure of his is not being able to love, um, Ben Solo. Right. Yeah. If he if if he did the same thing he did with his father, mm-hmm. he's like, there is darkness there, but I'm going to love you through this. Right. He would have won. Right. And he didn't.
2: And and he goes so far into the Jedi Order that the dark side becomes something that has to be destroyed. Ooh, yes. Yes! And then <laughs> he fails because he has he has completely missed on loving another person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The obviously so much of these films is about how there is toxicity in the extremes. Mm-hmm. And that includes the light side. Right. Um, the stoic vision, the cutting off all emotion, right. Vision. Right. But the through line and, is love is the balance.
2: And 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 it has always been the case that the thing that we are looking for in the Star Wars universe is bringing balance to the Force. Yeah. It's not eliminating the dark side. It's bringing balance to the Force. That, that's what yep. they're always talking about.
0: And this becomes – this is the interesting thing because it's such a – you know, it's a it's a space opera. Right. It's it's the it's the cowboys in white hats and the and the bad guys in black hats. Right. It's entirely what this is. Right. And Star Wars itself over time grows up. Mm-hmm. This is one of the great things about these films. By the time, and I realize you haven't seen this, but by the time you get to Clone Wars and you get to the Ahsoka character, is the first gray Jedi that they show on film. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a Force user. She steps away from Jedi faith. She, and she ends up pushing into this. She, before Luke, is pushing into the power of love. Mm-hmm. There's another character named Kanan who's in Rebels. And I just got a chance to see the fourth season of Rebels. For those of you who have seen this, damn. <laughs> the, there's this character has a fantastic uh, set of uh, the, near the end it's, it's just tremendous but the they are showcasing these force users who are part of the Jedi tradition they've grown up in this doing exactly what Luke does here mm-hmm. they have to remove themselves from the Jedi order right and what happens is they've 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 climbed up that ladder in order to push it away right. and what once they've pushed it away they discover a different and more powerful element to the universe and that's the force of love right and that's all over ahsoka's character kanan's character and it and it's on film it's it's here with luke mm-hmm. um and that's where empire goes because right. that's why he's again it seems to me that's why he's going to his friends
2: well and this is like he's this is where last jedi goes as well like it, it's like like we we said he he comes to save the, he comes in that moment not to destroy Kylo not to um I, there's so much more about what he's doing than yes. just making sure that the rebels get away
0: although that's a big part of it
2: that is a big part of it that's a huge part of it yeah is that he is stepping into a place where he he is saving them so that they can get away. But there's so much more about what he's doing, and it has everything to do with his dialogue with Kylo while he is force projecting himself there. Is that, like, he is trying to save him by not fighting him.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. He,
2: he literally can't fight him. but he,
0: he goes out and apologizes. Right. I f- I've failed you. Right. Are you here to save my soul? Yeah. No. Right. I'm here to apologize.
2: Yeah. This is not the scene with with uh, Obi Wan and Anakin in Revenge yeah, of the Sith, right? This is this is about doing everything that he can to save
0: Kylo Ren. There is a rejection of utility for lack of a better term. It's like I'm going. Are you here to save my soul? Mm-hmm. No, this isn't how things work. I'm not trying to have power over you, right? Because that's not how love works. Right. I'm here to apologize to you. Mm-hmm. Bang. Yep. And then that that is what it is. Yep. I'll see you around, kid. Yep. <laughs> and he reminds he reminds him of love. Right. Cuz I mean, we haven't talked about this character yet, but he reminds him of his father's love for him. Right. And notice the whole universe is getting infected by the power of love through. Yep. Luke Skywalker. Here. Come on. It's a whole thing. Uh just to do the f- full deep dive, Luke is a schemer. Yep. He's got plans. Yep. He's going to rescue Han <laughs> as
2: yeah, the the whole rescue scene of getting Han away from Jabba Hutt, I've I've thought of everything. Oh man, is just a spectacular scheme and like putting all the pieces in the play. Who knows how long Lando's been there. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> Poor Lando. Lando in Return of the Jedi. I'm I'm excited to talk about this cuz I don't know what to make of Lando in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Who cares? He's going to be back in the new one. He's going to be back. Okay, so, oh gosh, I'm so as the final wrap up on Luke. Yep. My second favorite dialogue. Actually, this is one of my favorite dialogues in all the film. Everything's my favorite. You guys know this. But his conversation with Yoda. Where he understands who Yoda is for the first time mm-hmm. is tremendous. Yeah, and it's just like everything in Empire; it ends on a very down note. Yeah. and you're like, "Whoa!" because yeah. um, Luke is in his his little hut and he says, "Look, I'm sure it's delicious. I just don't understand why we can't see Yoda now." Because he's stuck and he wants to go on a job. Patience For the Jedi. It is time to eat as well. Mm-hmm. How far away is Yoda? Will it take us long to get there? What What are Let's we doing go. here? Let's go. Not far, no, not far. <laughs> Patience, soon you will be with him. Why wish you
1: become Jedi? Hmm? <laughs> Mostly because of my father, I guess.
2: He doesn't even have a real reason to do it. It's just the next adventure.
1: father? Oh, ah, oh, for Jedi was he? <laughs> oh come on.
0: How could you know my father? You don't even know who I am. No, I don't even know what I'm doing here. We're wasting our time. He doesn't want to be stuck. I cannot teach him.
1: The boy has no patience. He will learn patience.
0: By the way, uh, Alec Guinness mm-hmm. signed on for Empire and said, you will give me 0.25% of all that Empire would ever make from here to eternity. Sure. For four hours of work. <sighs> he said, I will give you from 11 to 3 on this day. Oh, man.
2: <laughs> So they, Imagine being so important that <laughs> you have that kind of power I think, uh, over George I, Lucas. I think, no, yeah, right? <laughs> That's exactly, <laughs> oh. it's,
0: Lucas, it's like, you know what, I gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right.
2: We completely abandoned the original em- emperor.
0: I have no idea how many billions of dollars empire um, made, but I would sure like a quarter of a point of, <laughs> of that. Well. Um, you will learn much
1: anger
0: in him, like his father. We didn't really talk about Luke and anger, like, but that's a thing that's kind of there. Yeah, it's
2: it's the frustration of the
0: idealist. Oh, there it is. It's the frustration. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm I kept looking at 8, 9, and 1. I'm like, he's not an eight, 9, 1. Nope, doesn't work. Yeah. Okay, it's frustration. It's frustration. Come it's on. not real anger in the same way. This is why he's the here it is, T.J. Wilson, Jedi Master. <laughs> Obi-Wan says, Was
1: I any different when you told me?
0: Here's not ready. Yoda?
1: I am ready. I, ben, I, I can be a Jedi. Ben, tell him I'm ready.
0: And then Yoda exposes the heart of a seven.
1: Ready, are you? What knows you ready? For 800 years have I trained Jedi own counsel like you on who is to be trained he did die must have the deepest commitment hmm? the most serious mind this one a long time have I watched all his life as he looked away to the future to the horizon never his mind on where he was hmm? what he was doing. adventure. Jedi hey, hey, craves not these things. You are reckless.
0: Just tears. Yep. A part of seven. Yep. Obi-Wan trying to patch this up.
1: So was I, if you remember. He yes, too old. Yes, too old to begin the training. Hey, but I've learned so much. He finished what he begins.
0: Now, I don't know of other sevens that struggle with that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: only if you don't know other sevens. It's <laughs> a huge problem for sevens. That's
0: also what's going to happen. He's not going to finish what he began. Right. He's going to leave and say, try and save his friends. Yeah. And this is my this is my favorite line in all the film.
2: I won't fail you.
1: I'm not afraid.
0: And of course he's afraid. He's a seven.
1: Uh, you will be.
2: You will be.
0: Such a good line. I cry every time I see that. Not
2: afraid because you don't know what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) It's, again, not an up. They they just crash that plane Mm -hmm. to say, like, this is not going to, it's Luke's line from Jedi. This is not going to go the way you think. Yep. Brings us to another seven. Uh Uh-oh. Where do you got Yoda?
2: Oh, I do not have Yoda as a seven.
0: Punt. (laughs) I I got Yoda as a seven. What do you got Yoda? <laughs> I'm. I have
2: equal arguments for <laughs> five and nine.
0: Oh, okay. Withdrawn type.
2: Yeah, yeah. The withdrawn is the biggest thing for me.
0: Yep. Yeah. I I can see that. the uh, the withdrawn versus fleeing from pain. Yeah. Is is yep. the is the thing on my uh? What did you have C three PO as? Uh,
2: three PO. I had him as a two.
0: Five or nine he has a five or a nine, okay well uh so i
2: i do have a couple other sevens you got another seven list i got uh, no I more have two other sevens what? two two of them bring it Well, i think only two uh r two d two
0: as a seven I
2: put r two d two as a seven
0: okay, see this is interesting there's some uh i never thought of r two as a seven the i got uh i got r two as a four okay, so that's a punt
2: okay. Uh, I also put, uh, Padme as a seven. Oh! Yeah.
0: Okay, I like that. Better than what I got. (laughs) (laughs) That would make a lot more sense. I have Padme as a one. I never thought of her as a seven.
2: She's not prescriptive in the way that ones typically are.
0: I can't go with you, Anakin. You're going down a path that I... I can't join you.
2: But this is at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> I could
0: consider everything that happens before that. The adventurous side, for sure. Yeah. I think can can be there. Okay, well, I'll be interested in having that conversation. Yeah. When we... When we get there. ...throw down. Um, slick. All right, well, that's it. No more sevens? No more sevens.
2: Eights. Oh, wait, no. L3. Just because she was oh, on the list.
0: Really? Yeah. I got L3 as an eight. Okay. That's another... That'll be a quick through. We can. I only have one little... You want to do that one real quick? Let's do that one real quick. I have one conversation Okay. from her, which is with Calrissian. He says, do you want anything? She says, equal rights. Because she wants justice. Mm-hmm. Let's go of the mean man's face.
1: Uh, We're leaving. They don't even serve
0: our kind here. No. Oh Who are these guys? Pointing to Solo and the crew. I'm taking them to Kessel oh
1: are we? And what if I don't elect to go to Kessel? Please don't start. Oh what? You'll
0: have me white? You can not get from here to Black without me. Now you're gonna make the
1: Kessel run? If she doesn't want to fly, I'll be your co-pilot. No, I don't know. No, 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 no. It's okay. She's definitely going. Oh why? Because you're my organic overlord. Very aware of power, power issues. issues in charge. Because I'm your captain. How about that? I actually would have a memory wipe.
0: But she's got the best damn navigational database in the galaxy.
1: Could use a fresh coat of paint though. Well, I don't miss, you do not want to press that
0: button with me. It all seems like this. Mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah, sure. Mm, kind yeah. of eight-ish attitude. Yeah. I watched solo once, I couldn't get through it the second time. Yeah. Uh
2: I'm immediately convinced you're right. She's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think about this that hard.
0: <laughs> did you rewatch solo for our, for, for, this for this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I have rewatched
2: it a couple of times. I, I don't mind it as much. But
0: Love the trailer, yeah. just loved the trailer. Yeah. Um, I, there's only two movies that I didn't watch a second time. It's that, and I watched episode two for the second time oh, just for this podcast. This is real hard, it's tough, it's real hard <laughs> to get through. <sighs> All right, well, there right, you go. Moving on from sevens, then so eights. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we were just speaking about eights for, so for those of you who are new, eights are the protective challenger, uh, yeah. quick word on, on eights.
2: So eights, we move into the body triad or the gut triad. This is the, uh, instincts and, uh, uh, body processing. So, uh, and eights are looking to protect themselves to, uh, They are very aware of who is in control and they do not, above all else, they do not want to be controlled by another person. And so they work really hard to make sure they are not vulnerable, to make sure they don't display any kind of weakness and to make sure that nobody else can tell them what to do.
0: I just realized you don't have a character that I thought you were going to type as a seven, but you probably car- typed him as an eight. Okay, uh, and that would be one of the best characters. Mm. Oh, oh, oh,
2: I have two eights. You have just two,
0: and they're not at all interesting. Oh, dang it!
2: Okay, yeah.
0: well, we're going to punt Han Solo. Apparently, <laughs> uh,
2: that is correct.
0: <laughs> dang it!
2: Oh, How man. are you
0: punting, you Tom I, Han Solo?
2: I was. Full in on Solo being an eight until like two days ago. Oh. And then I went a totally different direction. That's going to be who so do, much fun. Who do you
0: got Solo as?
2: I have him as a four. <sighs> it's going to be good. That argument argument's <laughs> going to be so good. I'm so excited. I've been holding on to that. In, like this, I almost texted you. This when is. When I real. Uh,
0: <sighs> so just before, I'll, I'll mention this in the podcast to come, but this is the most obvious character to me. In the whole universe, I know. <laughs> until you realize that you're wrong, man. All right, he's man. actually
2: a four. It's gonna be good, All right, it's That's good because I didn't good.
0: get to do the extensive study on Solo I wanted to. I've just got he's just got one liners all day long. So, right. okay, well Han Solo's a four. Uh, well, who you got? Uh, Jabba. Okay, I got a punt for that too. Okay, and this is entirely okay. So. I am I can easily be convinced of Jabba as an eight. We can type them now. I tried to argue Jabba as a nine mm-hmm. because I knew need, I needed a nine. Sure. <laughs> I had no nines. I could have gone down the nine route with he, Jabba. I mean, so he's on the line. Right. He's a slug. Yeah. V- seems apparently yeah. quite slothful very, uh, by appearance. Very, like
2: the the idea of the narcotizing, the um surrounding yourself with creature comforts kind of thing. Like, there, there is a f- fair amount of nineness there.
0: Let's do this. Let's come back to Jabba just in a minute. Okay. And let's hit the eights, and then we can define nines Great. and move on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you. Uh, so Jabba's my one. Yeah. Uh, Mace Windu is my other. Yeah, and I got Mace Windu. Let's Great. talk about Mace Windu. Excellent. What do you see in this character uh, just off the bat? Uh, first, he,
2: uh, we alluded to this earlier and I'm glad that we were talking about the same person, but the, the, the Jedi who is doing the quote unquote right thing yeah. and wears his anger
0: on the outside. Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. It is. There becomes some my way stuff with Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. Real important character in my mind on this front because it's not a, this is the right way. Right. It's a, this is my way. Yep. And he is using his religion. To advance his own agenda at right. times, right, and it is entirely right to criticize the Jedi Order, in the and I think this is the character where most of the criticism towards Jedi's is actually targeted. Right, we actually yeah. like this character, but there's some stuff that the stoicism, the unhealthy, el- the things that we don't like about stoicism come out in this character mm-hmm. in terms of both their hypocrisy. And they're using a religion for their own ends. Right. That was my and,
2: take. And um, part of how Palpatine is able to turn Anakin against the Jedi Order is about the things that are being displayed by the inappropriate use of power yeah. by Mace Windu. Yeah,
0: that's exactly right. Yeah. The it doesn't. If it
2: was anyone else that was coming to get Palpatine, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah.
0: And the, one of the, this is one of the good pieces of writing through the prequels is there's a through line with Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker and there's a tug of war there mm-hmm. that doesn't isn't ever fully fleshed out. Right. And he and and Skywalker is even deferential until he cuts his arm off right. <laughs> you know. Right. But there ends up being that again there's there's a power dynamic at the beginning of um Revenge of the Sith and we hinted at earlier where Windu is the one that says. You're on this council,
1: but we do not grant you the rank of master.
0: Because he is going to control how things go right. on his council. Yep. Yep. And Skywalker says. What? How can you do
1: this? This is outrageous. It's unfair. How can you be on the council and not be a master?
0: And Windu, like Nate, would. Take a seat, young Skywalker.
2: Yeah, it's there is no interest in explaining it to him, in giving him any kind of like making him feel yes. better. It's like this is what's happening. Sit down.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. No reasoning here. It's yeah. just all emotion.
2: And it's it's very much expressive of that like my way or the highway kind of thing. Yeah. And this is this is an unhealthy thing within AIDS. Um, of of that. uh we are going to do what I say, and you don't need to know why I think this way. Yep. They don't even have to say that. It's, we're doing it my way, period. Yep. End of discussion. And that is how Mace Window operates.
0: The final scene for, well, no, actually, there's one before it. Uh, it's, again, Anakin comes to him and says,
1: The Chancellor has requested that I lead the campaign.
0: Uh, this is what he has to go and fight Dooku on another planet. And yeah. of all things, if Mace Windu says yes, then none of the dominoes fall. Right. Mace Windu actually saves his life. But Mace yeah. Windu says...
2: The council will make up its
1: own mind who is to go, not the chancellor.
0: And that's and actually it, like a death nail for him.
2: And in that moment, if the chancellor had not said, this is what I want, and Ooh. relayed that information through Anakin, yeah. there is... Uh, there's no reason for us to believe that Windu wouldn't have sent Anakin.
0: The chancellor's manipulating the situation.
2: And 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 Windu is responding in an eight-ish way of saying nope. Cause just he, because he does not want to be controlled. Yeah. I am going to do something different because you are not in control. He
0: understands me. that manipulation's going on. Yeah. He feels a it and responds.
2: Yeah. And Except that Palpatine is smarter than that and is manipulating him yes. into doing what he wants anyway.
0: I just realized you don't have Palpatine as an eight. That is so Woo! true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so glad. Because Palpatine's not an eight. Um, we're going to go down that road. Oh, uh so- <laughs> That was the, the the discovery of for me of what Palpatine is was really helpful. Um so the last scene with Windo <laughs> DJ's really smiling large now. He comes in to Palpatine's throne room. In the name
1: of the Galactic Senate of the Republic, you're under arrest, Chancellor.
0: Throwing down. Mm-hmm. I got I have power in this space. Are you threatening me,
1: Master Jedi? The Senate will decide your fate. I am said it not yet
0: theres a tug of war they fight Palpatine is put down and this is this is actually great screenwriting in terms of the Enneagram mm-hmm. Windu says
1: I am going to end this once and for all
0: because it's not the right way it's a my way yep we looked at that it's, with its control yeah we looked at that with uh, Thanos. In our Avengers, mm-hmm. the difference between my way and the right way is very different uh, and are gravitate toward the my way solution. Right. That's what breaks Anakin, at least. the It seems to me that's, that's the final, you know, straw. Mm-hmm. Anakin yells, You can't.
1: He must stand trial. He has control of the Senate and the courts. He's too dangerous to be left
0: alive. Because just like an eight, he has a radar for power. Right. So Anakin cuts his arm off and throws him out of the window. Right. Well, Palpatine throws him out of the window.
2: And it, it should be noted here that, like, Windu's right in this scenario. If Palpatine is not killed then and there, then if they were to try and take him away and lock him up and put him on trial, nothing would have happened. Mm-hmm. Because Palpatine is too powerful. Yeah. Yep, yep. He owns the Senate. He yeah. owns the courts. He owns... The Jedi now. Like yeah. he is essentially already the Amber. Yeah. He's, he's already maneuvered deals. himself into this position. Yeah. Where he is he's too powerful to not be killed.
0: I wonder if there's something about that with eights who they're in control of their space. Mm-hmm. Aware of their space. Not the manipulators in the same way. Right. Um that Palpatine shows himself to be. Mm-hmm. And so when all of all of a sudden you realize, holy cow, the other guy owns Boardwalk and Park Place, and I'm I'm left with the the Browns, you know, the, right? I got Mediterranean Avenue, right? The what do you do? Mm-hmm. He's in a bad situation, right. and all he can do is unleash. I'm going to kill you, right? And that's his character,
2: yeah. And and uh, a note for Eights here is if he had been more open if he had been more forthcoming with anakin um if if he had taken the time to explain his thinking like so eights typically are very responsive they're they're very very quick to come to a conclusion and to decide on a path Mm -hmm. and to start moving down that path It's very very quick for them if he were to stop for a moment and explain to Anakin what was happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then... may a bit a different story.
2: But what he did was he decided right away, the only possible thing to do is to kill Palpatine. He has to die. And that's why Anakin stopped him.
0: We've ended up... We've talked about this in terms of our relationship podcast with... Um, Four sixes and eights. Mm-hmm. All our emotional response mm-hmm. to problems. Yeah, and so both both Anakin and and Mace are emotional in this situation. Right. If their emotions are going in the same direction, they're gonna they're they're gonna be a fire. They're gonna be together in a magnet. Right. But it's because they have routinely had emotions going the opposite directions mm-hmm. and desires the opposite directions that it's confrontational. Right. And this would be one of those. Very common, I imagine, places where there's a real headbutt between mm. two emotional types, yeah. and it plays out like it does. Palpatine, again, manipulator, right? uses that against him. Yep,
2: and, and Mace just falls right into that trap, because yep. it's still about power and
0: control. Mm-hmm. So. That's interesting in terms of the downfall of an eight. That's not always just obvious. Like, mm-hmm. like eights come across as so strong and so yeah. controlling, but yeah. the undermining of an eight in terms of fiction, this is exactly what it looks like. Yeah.
2: If you know Tai Chi, you can undermine an eight Ooh. all day long. <laughs> you use their own power against there them. There it and is. Huh? And they just let you.
0: <laughs> Anything else on uh, Mace?
2: Uh, I think Mace Windu is another great example of. Um, we talked about this a lot with uh, the Avengers, and particularly with Samuel Jackson. Yes, of uh, the <laughs> actor bringing their energy yeah. to the character. Yeah. But this is an example of where um, that it it's it plays out correctly.
0: i have started to think that that's not the worst thing. For I imagine I have I have no doubt that people who are. You know, hiring actors are real interested in personality typing, yeah, because they're saying, "Okay, tell me about the character that's on screen," right? And then I'm going to find the person. Mm-hmm.
2: That... Well, and especially if you're hiring someone like Samuel L. Jackson,
0: because yeah. but and that's just it. Is he's routinely kind of hired for those those kind of roles. Right. Um, got a couple. I have a couple of other eights, and I don't want to just go on a long Jeff. Star Wars nerd out, but this sure. may be the... I got three others. I got Jyn Erso, Darth Maul, and my favorite Star Wars character, which is Ahsoka Tano.
2: I have literally nothing to say about Ahsoka Tano. Yep. I have very little to say about Darth Maul.
0: Let me, let me start with Ahsoka, and then I'll, well, we can do the other stuff real quick. Here's why Ahsoka's a great character. Ahsoka is essentially, um, what's her bucket for? She she is a mixture of the two Stark daughters in Game of Thrones. I realize I'm going like way <laughs> off the rails for TJ, who doesn't know the Game of Thrones either.
2: And, and, but, and just real quick for everyone like me who's like. <laughs> You keep saying Ahsoka, but that person doesn't exist in the movies. Ahsoka Tano yeah, is...
0: is 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 going to be Anakin's Padawan. Yeah, what should have happened in these movies is what they do in the Clone Wars cartoons. Yeah, if the Clone Wars cartoons were made into the movies, they would be beloved, and this would be one of the most famous characters that's ever been created. Mm-hmm. Um, Ahsoka ends up being a Padawan for Anakin. Uh, all of Anakin's sickness six. Ness comes out with this eight-pad one. Lots of emotional mm-hmm. banter between these two. Um, she ends up being a teenager throughout the Clone Wars, and so she has this arc where she is developing like a female teenager, and that, and it's just like the Stark girls, although there's not the violence that that Game of Thrones can bring to. The screen because this is made for kids, but she graduates, and when she graduates, she leaves the Jedi Order, and it's real interesting because mm-hmm. she leaves the Jedi before Anakin does, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a gateway in a lot of ways, and she is actually discovering the power of love. She is an eight who is who is betrayed by the Jedi Order, and her eightness comes out in that moment, mm-hmm. um, and she moves away. And it's it's really good. So anyway, I I would type Ahsoka as an as an eight. The the thing that you gotta know about this character is really worthwhile because she's not a Jedi. She survives Order sixty six, right? And so she actually ends up being one of the points of inception for the rebellion. Mm. She founds what is essentially the rebel spy crew, and they end up doing all that work behind the scenes where they're finding out the information and using it against the Empire, which is vast and v- much more powerful. And she begins, you know, making those moves and empowering others who are Force-sensitive to rise up. And the my favorite scene that is not Luke fighting Vader is after 15 years. Ahsoka has walked away from the Jedi order. She has walked away from Anakin. She hasn't seen him for 15 or 20 years and he's now Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And at the end of Rebel season 2, if you just want to watch this, you could jump in and it would make sense, but the the end of Rebel season 2, she comes to the rescue of one of these force users who she's invested in mm-hmm. and then Vader shows up. And it's a cartoon Vader, but it's really well done. Mm. And they bring in James Earl Jones. And so the voice is there, yeah. and it's Ahsoka's voice. And she, this dialogue is so good. This is Dave Filoni just crushing it. And um, she comes to the rescue of this young Force user who's in a vulnerable situation. She's an eight. She's helping. Mm. And Vader says, It
1: was foretold that you would be here. Our long-awaited meeting has come at last. I was beginning to believe I knew who you were behind that mask, but it's impossible.
0: And they've had years and years and years of history. Invader says, Anakin Skywalker was weak. I destroyed him. Then I will avenge his death. She's Nate. She's got some revenge. And Vader says,
1: Revenge is not the Jedi way.
0: And Ahsoka stares him down cold.
1: I am no Jedi.
0: And her blades come out. And, and they have just this the, the beauty of their lightsaber fights in these cartoons. They are truly gorgeous pieces of art. Um, but it just crushes me. I am no Jedi. Cause she has walked away from that whole tradition. I'm not and I'm, I'm not constrained by your rules. Right. Um, and she is the healthiest version of an eight. Um, female, fantastic female character. Um, certainly uh worth investing in. Okay, thanks. <laughs> 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 For those of you who are uh listening, TJ is just in here eating uh McNuggets. Yep. It's taking it all in. Yep. He, he's so yeah. inspired right now. I can see it on his face. To, <laughs> to go. <laughs> I'm gonna
2: just binge it right now. <laughs> Sign into the Disney Plus and watch it right now. It's only eight bucks.
0: Darth Maul does nothing in those movies. Yeah. He is such a great character in the Clone Wars. Sure. Such a great character. Um, there, there's a death scene in Rebels for they they kill Darth Maul in Rebels. It's not a spoiler anymore. Um, if you know about Baby Yoda, you know that Darth Maul eventually dies. <laughs> but all of it is about revenge. Right. Everything in this character is mm-hmm. about revenge. And what's sure. real interesting is he he's not a, he's like Ahsoka. He's the opposite side of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. And in fact, they play that out in the Ahsoka book. Um, but. Darth Maul is has left the Sith Order, as it were. Mm. Okay. Because Palpatine essentially, um he he and he and Ana- uh Palpatine chooses Anakin and bails Maul. Maul comes back to life. For those of you who've seen episode one, you know he gets cut in half. But in um in the cartoon in Clone Wars, he survives and attaches a um you know, it's uh, it's a lot like Vader. He's got Robot metal body. legs. Okay. Yeah, um, but damn, the be- the best arc in all of Clone Wars is at the end of season five. It's an Obi Wan, Maul, Palpatine story that's on Mandalore. It's the home of Boba Fett mm-hmm. and all the Mandalorians. Sure, simply gorgeous, wonderful storytelling. If it was a Star Wars movie, it would be number two for me. Sure, and It's just tremendous. Master, I am most impressed to see you
1: have survived your injuries. I used your training, Master, and I have built all this in hopes of returning to your side. Hmm. How unfortunate... That you are attempting to deceive me. Master? You have become a
0: rival. Um. Anyway, Jen so you got Jen so on your. Yeah, list? I
2: actually also have Jen so as an eight.
0: Oh, perfect. Got, so, and we had this as a quick through character, but right. what, what you got?
2: Um, there there's just so much about her that is she experiencing experiences something tragic as a very young girl and in reaction to that tragedy she builds up this very powerful protective wall around her where she will not let herself be vulnerable like that ever again yeah
0: and it that is that just smacks of eight to me. They want to set that up real early with mm-hmm. this character. There when she first um is on the rebel base, she says,
1: This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel.
0: Like that's just all over her. Yeah. She's got rage against the machine going mm-hmm. on her yep. Spotify all day long. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, yeah. Um a handful of times she's she is put in places where she has been betrayed in the past and ain't never going to let that happen again. Right. Um, that was the thing that I thought was most interesting on the Enneagram side mm-hmm. for this character. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a conversation with Saul Guerrero.
1: Are we not still friends? The last time I saw you, you gave me a knife and loaded blast and told me to wait in the bunker till daylight. I knew you were safe.
2: You left me behind.
0: This is a primary for eights. Eights don't want to be betrayed. And that's what she knows. She knows yep. this was a person that she made into a father figure, Right. and she was betrayed. Right.
1: You are already the best soldier in my cadre. I was sixteen. I was protecting you. You dumped me.
0: This is when she like attaches to Cassian. She uh, Cassian does something for her, and she says, "I'm
1: not used to people sticking around when things go bad."
0: Welcome home. And there's actually this "I'm not going to betray you" mm-hmm. element going on with this new crew. Right. I find that really worthwhile in terms of the Rogue One characters is they create the family she's never had. Mm. And I I find the emotional connection I have with those characters is that's one of the entry points where they are trustworthy, they are good, they are fighting for things that are worthy, they are creating a home, and then when they all die, it's just... uh, I, I so enjoy that storytelling because... I, I build into the emotional life of that crew sure. from that front. Yeah. Any thoughts on that?
2: I mean, I disagree with everything you have to say about those <laughs> characters. <laughs> they aren't trustworthy or good. What are you even talking about? Uh, but.
0: <laughs> they all good. What's a, a bad character? Cassian. Cassian is a Flawed. terrible person.
2: He's cruel. uses up. her to murder her father. <laughs> Anywho, um, the. The way that, like, even even in amongst joining with the rebellion and, and all of that, like, there's, there's still a fair amount of um, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to yeah. do the things that I think are right. If it happens to line up with whatever you all are doing, great. But I'm going anyway. True.
0: Yeah, she's not a necessarily a mature character. Right. She is a force of nature, right.
2: And and there is a hierarchy in this mission and she doesn't give a crap about whoever's giving she her orders. Is
0: rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So and yet her uh it's not infantile, but it's her, you know, her developing self mm-hmm. ends up being really instrumental. Right. I mean, it's a war story. Mm -hmm. It is Star Wars. Sometimes your battles are fought by nineteen-year-olds, right? And that's that's a big part of that story, right? We're going to be continuing this conversation in the next podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Around the Circle Podcast. We would love to hear from you, your thoughts, your quibbles, your own typing of this list. He's CJ Wilson. He's officially awesome. I'm Jeff Cook, and we'll see you next time.